0: day good day this is branding made simple i'm your host mike bigos brand strategy and identity design specialist now branding's become a pretty hot topic these days with so much recognition for its importance its definition has gotten a little blurred so i'm here to take the guesswork out of branding and help you get clear focused and alter getting noticed in the marketplace and growing your business i'll take you behind the veil of creative services and clear things up Don't waste another dollar on marketing that doesn't work until you know you have a brand to sustain your business. To connect with me, you can do so at FocusBranding.com, FocusBranding at gmail.com, or at FocusBranding on Facebook and Instagram. Let's get into the episode. Good day, good day. It is December 17th, 2020. This is the 12th episode. I'm your host, Mike Bigos and today is going to be a little different um we have talked about or covered i should say a number of different things here on this channel on this podcast rather and um, i'm going to be honest today's is going to be just a little different um it might sound like i'm ranting it might sound like i'm a little bit agitated Um, but really it's coming from a place of sincerity it's coming from a place of empathy And, you know, when I started this business called Focus Branding and Design Solutions, um, it wasn't the first time me starting my entrepreneur journey. Um, I realized over time that, you know, I had great ideas, I thought, but I didn't have a good plan of execution. I didn't have what we would call a real good product or service. Um, I had solutions, but I didn't really have Good products and services to offer clients, and therefore, my prior journeys kind of flopped. You know, um, I didn't have the focus, and which is partly why I called the company Focus Branding. You know, I tell people all the time, focus is just not a word, a, a fancy way to spell the traditional word of focus. It's actually an acronym for formulating insightful. Excuse me, formulating creative and insightful solutions. F O C I S, and. Um, and doing all that. Why do I say this? Well, because recently, you know, I've, I've just had conversations—several conversations, in fact—with different business owners and um, aspiring business owners, or people that just have big ideas about design services. And we're all in the same boat. Let's be clear. Let's be honest. Let's be just be sincere about this. All business owners, typically, startup businesses especially, are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs and nonprofits, we don't want to leave them out we're, we're typically all in the same boat we don't have thousands and thousands you know 10 plus thousands of dollars initially when we start our business and, and trying to get notice in the marketplace we don't have that kind of capital to brand everything to get everything started so we find ourselves doing it ourselves right there's a lot of diy things and because the business of sales and marketing and knowledge-based business is so prevalent nowadays you're going to find yourself inundated with all these do-it-yourself type softwares and applications that they work they do work they're designed to work however they're not always designed to work for everybody because everybody doesn't come into the game with the same experience with the same knowledge with the same ability or skill set you know or even creativity for that matter to be able to apply those things to these applications to yield the result that they're after, which is to help them grow their business. And I'm okay with the do it yourself mentality. There's a lot of things that I have to do myself uh, that I would love to be able to pay somebody to do, but frankly, we don't. And that we, that's no secret. However, however, it, it really bothers me when I have clients that I'll work, do work for and you know we'll spend all this time They'll they'll spend their hard-earned money with me i shouldn't say spend they'll invest their hard-earned money with me and we'll have these great engagements or these great projects and when they're all done they're like hey i'm super happy this is super great thank you i can't get wait or i can't wait to get things started to implement, implement these things into my business all these creative assets etc cetera, etc cetera. and then like a week later two weeks later a month later sometimes six months later I see content that they're putting out, especially let's say on social media, um, and it's just trash. It's like, what did you do with the things that we designed, that we gave you? Or why are you now going a different direction from the branding identity that we gave you? And I, I said to myself, "As you know, Mike, you gotta take some responsibility in this because you have a responsibility in this. What can I do better, right? What can I do better to better foster a narrative, to better, Guide my clients in the direction that when we're done with that part of the engagement, when we're done with this initial onset of branding—or excuse me, of developing a brand identity or identity system—and they're supposed to be implementing this, how can I do that? I says, well, I could charge you know more money to be able to put that stuff together for them. And, and implement that for them but like again a lot of people are not able to afford another fifteen hundred two thousand dollars for maintenance over the course of six months to a year or or they're not able to afford the extra you know um, capital that it's going to take to have someone like me basically overtake or excuse me, not even overtake i apologize to undertake their their social media account and do the things for them so they're like, okay, hey, give me everything I need and I'll do it. Well, that's that's cool. But man, they're failing. They're failing. These are the wrong colors. They're placing them with the wrong... And I mean, I give people brand identity system and, and style guides to be able to do this stuff, yet they just they just go off. And I says, okay. So I I try, I, I try to mitigate this with my clients, right? And I try to offer expertise to people here and there. And I, I came to the realization that Man, not everybody's going to go on that journey for themselves, and I got to be okay with that, right? But, you know, there's certain questions and things that I get asked um, often enough, or that other designers get asked, and can we talk about these things in some of our our, our groups that we have and, and social media groups, and... It's like one of the biggest questions that I get asked when I'm getting ready to do things. And this is something that I think all business owners need to know. That's why I'm doing it on the podcast. It's not just me ranting. I apologize. It's not just me ranting. It's really something that is asked. Uh, there's a few questions here. And I wanted to answer these questions from my perspective, from my experience. Hopefully, it'll provide clarity and some understanding and some kind of insight. You know, I, I say all the time that beyond on the onset of the podcast, you know, I'm here to take the mystery out of this. I'm here to make branding simple and clear and focused. You know, I want to go behind the veil of creative services because, quite frankly, it's almost like uh, any other design industry, for that matter. There's not a lot of set prices for things because, frankly, every client and, and the majority of every client, I should say, they have different needs. It's so a la carte. Like, I wish people I had a client or excuse me, I had a potential client today reach out to me and say, hey, how much do you charge to do a brochure? Well, that's a reasonable question, frankly. However, there are so many factors that go into designing a brochure. How many pages? Is it front and back? Is it black and white? Is it color? How much content are we talking about? How many revisions do we need to do on this thing? You know, when do you need this thing? Are you providing me content? Do I have to curate the content? Am I writing or are you gonna provide me copy? These are all questions that need to be answered that really dictate the price of something as simple as how much do you charge to design a brochure? What do you need the brochure for? How many people are going to see this brochure? Does not need to be this? Or does it doesn't need to be that. You're coming to a designer, hoping that they can solve your problem of needing something creatively done. However, you're coming in a very vague and somewhat inadequate way. And it's not entirely your fault, dear client, it's not. Dear business owner, it's not entirely your fault. That's part of why I'm doing these podcasts. Because I realized over 22 years now, and actually even more than that, almost almost since I was in middle school, I'm 42 years old, by the way, since middle school, when I actually started dabbling in entrepreneurship, you know, I was drawing on jeans with with paint markers and all that when that was a thing in the, in the early 90s. I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was. I just knew I had a skill. People were willing to pay me for it. But even then, well, what do you want on the jeans? Well, I don't know. You just be creative. Well, a lot of times as a designer, you're like, oh, I love to hear that. But the reality is, is that no, people do have an idea of what they want. People do have an idea of what they want to spend. So if a designer asks you or a specialist or consultant asks you, what do you want to spend? Give them a number. And if you don't know, it's okay. But don't be so appalled when they give you their number find out ask questions find out what questions to ask and if you don't know you can always reach out to somebody like me so anyway one of these questions right i get asked a lot um, by people that are you know and i'm gonna paraphrase or i'm gonna preface this People that ask this type of question are generally the ones that know enough to be a little bit dangerous, they've had a little bit of experience doing a thing with regard to working with a designer or freelancer, or they've dabbled in some design stuff themselves, either they bought a copy of Photoshop or they're using some free online software or something to that effect. So when they're coming at you, they've either been burned or they know enough to where they feel like they need to validate or vet you with this particular type of question. What is this question? what experience do you have in my industry now granted that's a really really fair question really fair question you know i always use the analogy if i need a plumber i don't want to hire a plumber that you know only has experience working in you know let's say a trailer type of home versus working in a a um you know two-story four thousand six hundred square foot home the plumbing situation is going to be a little different so it's a fair question to ask however however I may not have any experience in your specific industry, but that's not the experience entirely that you always need. Yes, having knowledge of an industry or within an industry is valuable. However, I don't even know what you need to have done just yet, so that way I can even determine whether or not I can help you regardless if I have information or experience rather in your industry. You know, like it's a fair question, but I found that the best time that I've had within any one industry is just simply understanding what problem you're trying to solve. And granted, I found also in 20 plus years as a designer, solving problems via design is actually not that difficult for me. Not to brag, not to boast, but the fact of the matter is is that you do anything for a great amount of time, it becomes more easy to you, more proficient, and you're looking for different ways to be even more efficient or challenge yourself. But solving problems for me with design is not a challenge. However, however, there are the exceptions, but the more challenging part to me for business owners out there is helping you understand or find or unveil problems that you didn't even know you had. Those are the conversations that I basically am just totally uh, enthused about because that's when we're that's when we're really getting into things. That's where I can understand what you need me to do. So I have fun with that. So again, what experience do you have in my industry? I may have some. I may not. Not a problem. Not a big question that can't be unearthed or that can be discovered. However. Uh, Let's get beyond that a little bit and let's talk about the real problem you're trying to solve. Let's talk about the business. Let's talk about some sincere things about what you've got going on and don't be so guarded per se. And if it's just a real general platonic question, no harm, no foul, no big deal. But a lot of times I've found that that question is pretty loaded. So if you're asking that question, you're either looking to qualify or generally you're looking to disqualify somebody. And even with that, I'm intrigued because I'm asking clients or potential clients saying, hey, well, what decisions are you making or excuse me? What things are you using or or basing your decisions upon when it comes to hiring a particular client or a particular designer? And I'll say that again. What decisions are you making or using? What criteria are you using to make a decision on this to who you want to hire? Because if industry experience is one of them, you might sell yourself, sure. Just saying. So, another question that, that I love and hate is, uh, you know, well, how much do you charge for? Again, not an unreasonable question. And don't mean to offend anybody or rub anybody out there the wrong way. It's just, again, imagine you're going to a tailored suit or a dress shop you go into to a fashion designer and you say how much do you charge for a wedding dress or to make or design a wedding dress for me well i don't know because i don't even know what your measurements are i don't know how much fabric i'm going to need i don't even know what kind of fabric you want i don't know what color i don't know any of that so when people like you know especially you know business owners new business owners when you send out a general vague inquiry what it lets me know is that number one you don't even understand what it is you really need or you're just not willing to communicate it. number two it lets me know that how you're or what criteria you're looking to base your decision upon if you're shopping around facebook or you're shopping around some other uh, social media um, platform and you're looking for someone to design something for you especially logos or websites for that matter and you're all you're asking is how much do you charge for a logo i don't want to work with you i'll be perfectly honest from the onset i don't want to work with you because for me you either don't understand or don't value what goes into this or you're ignorant enough to ask that question which is no problem ignorance is not a sin right but you're not taking the time to ask any validating questions how much you charge for a logo is not a validating question It's a question that is very, very short-sighted, and it's very limiting, and it's very unhelpful to trying to help you solve your problem in your business of needing a logo. Frankly, I found that people ask me for a logo, what they're really needing is a brand identity system, but they're not thinking about that because quite frankly, a lot of business owners don't necessarily know what goes into a brand identity system, and with all the information available to everyone out there now, I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't, but nonetheless, People don't, which is why I still have a job. So, what are you using to, to to base your decision upon? Like, what requirements? What 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 type of information are you using, basing things on to decide who you want to hire to help you solve your business problem? You got to be asking yourself that. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time and theirs, and you're gonna wonder why you can't get the help that you're looking for or that you think you need. So, again, I'm sorry. I I, I shouldn't say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but. You know if this if this is rubbing anyone um, I am sorry my intention is not to rub anybody with this particular podcast again I have so much sincerity and empathy for small business owners because I don't want to see you all wasting money I don't want to see you all spending cash or resources for things that don't work for your business and I've seen it so much even after I've worked with somebody that it just it really pains my heart you know I don't get on here and talk about them on, on this podcast just to hear myself talk Although sometimes it is it is kind of therapeutic to kind of think out loud, but no, really, I really intend to communicate some internal things that go on within design world or some creative services world also to provide information or insight or or perspective. So that way you as a business owner can make much better uh, decisions about what you're looking to accomplish. There's so many things that can be designed out there for your business, and if you don't know what they are, that's not a problem. Somebody like me can help you figure that out, but we have to have a sincere conversation. all right? You have to be willing to answer sometimes hard questions or very sincere questions. That it's not because I'm trying to size you up, it's because I'm really trying to understand what we're really looking to accomplish. If you come to me and ask me for a brochure, I'm gonna ask you about five questions that are gonna help me understand, hopefully, what this brochure is really gonna do for you. We may determine that, you know what? You don't need a brochure. What you need is a four by six flyer, or what you need is an email campaign or an email blast. Uh, You may need a landing page, just one landing page, or maybe you just need a social media event page. I don't know, but I really wanna find out. So, again, if you're asking how much for something, put a few more details in there so that way you can get the accurate answer and make your decision based on that. So, um, another question that, that is out there um, is like saying, well, hey, what's included in my price? And that's, a, that's such a fair question to ask. And if anyone can't tell you that from a designer, designer perspective, you might want to run and run fast as you can. Um, There's no reason to hide things. I often have to give clients a range after I've asked them a few questions when they're working with me. Um, And then I'm able to kind of narrow things down for them or scale scale things for them based on what they say they, they want, what they say they need, and what they actually can afford. Those things are oftentimes extremely different. So if you're in that position as a business owner, you have wants, you have needs, and you actually have a real budget. So find out what's gonna add the most value to your business at that particular point in time, invest in that, work that, I mean, work that thing till you can't work it anymore. And then when you get some 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 uh, roadway in front of you, there you get some headway. Reach out to that designer again. Say, hey man, thank you. Hey girl, thank you for working with me. This is working. I'm ready to get the next thing we talked about on this list. Let's get started. And that's a really great way to scale uh, your business, of course, but also to scale uh, your creative services and it, as you implement them into your business. Um, you know your brand, your brand identity, and your brand experiences really need to be congruent and consistent with your customer Um, otherwise you run the risk of appearing risky you've heard me say that before if you listen to me before you don't want to appear risky no one wants to do business or be in a relationship and that's what you're doing with your customers you're developing a relationship of trust but no one wants to be in a relationship where they feel like the other person's too risky you know, well, I always say good guys finish last. That's not true. I'm a good guy. I didn't finish last. Don't intend to. But you know, everyone put their best foot forward. Of course, that left foot that's dragging behind the the, the best foot. You know, we want to know that that hey, if you're being a little risky, sometimes risky is spontaneous. It's okay. We can deal with it. But if you're too risky, then eh, that can be a problem. So. talking about pricing you're talking about scaling you're talking about all these things that you need to grow you don't want to put things out there and have them be inconsistent so of course if you can afford to pay for a particular set of things do that work that then scale it so that way you can make sure that everything is consistently growing but also consistently looking feeling sounding and all that as well so um, another question people ask is um, You know the timeline you know what's the what's an estimated timeline so i I love to have these conversations because you know and oftentimes especially in print world when you're when you're getting something printed whether it's kinko's or a print shop print house um time time is really money i mean if you if you submit something and you're like hey it's monday i need this by wednesday well hey normally we take till friday to do this but if you need it by wednesday it's going to be another fifty dollars and if for you if time is such a valuable thing at that moment then paying another fifty dollars while you didn't intend on it, you don't want to, you will because frankly you need it in two days, right? But oftentimes I find a lot of clients you know, always have this timeline. They come. This is this is how the picture goes. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. This is normally how the scenario goes, and you might be able to relate to this. You may not, but more than likely you will. Or at least I assume. Business owners, small, large, medium, whatever. But business owners are often working on something for a long time, or for a period of time, rather, and they get to a point where they're ready to, let's say, have another action or do an action. There's an action that's gonna follow contemplation, planning, and all that, strategy, etc. At that point, they call someone like me, and they're like, hey, I've been planning this for four months. I gave myself, you know, five months to get this thing off the ground. So they're saying, hey, can you do this for me in a month? And i'm like well i can but in my mind truth be told time is money and granted there's there it's not necessarily that transactional however it's value it's more valuable to you at that point as a business owner to get something done in a shorter period of time so it may entirely be more valuable for you to pay a premium for that think about it in in logic terms Again, I use the print shop because it's pretty pretty tangible. Most business owners um, have had interaction with some type of print shop or print house before, whether it be a business card, a flyer, or you know what have you. You contact the print shop, you say, hey, I got this thing, I got this event going on, I need this in two days. And they're like, hey, sorry, we can't do that. Well, hey, I really need it, is there something we can do? They say, yeah, absolutely we can. It'll be $50, it'll be $75 rush fee. And you're like, 75 bucks, 50 bucks, are you serious? There's nothing else we can do? Well, yeah, I mean, basically what they're saying is, I got to move everybody else's job in the queue out the way, put yours at the front of the line, and knock this out. Well, guess what? That's just going to cost. So for a designer, we don't often put the two in the same bucket because we think that, hey, I'm not getting something physical most times from a designer. It's all digital, it's thinking, it's, it's creativity. So why should I pay more? Well, the fact of the matter is, is that it's because of those things is why I would charge a client more to get something done in a shorter period of time. So when I get asked what's my estimated timeline, I always say it depends. and they, you know, People don't like to hear that because they just want surefire answers so that they can get on to the next thing. But it really depends. It depends on a number of different factors. You know, what copy do we have? What do we have to curate? What do we have to generate? What do we have already? What's ready to go and be implemented versus what we have to actually create in addition to what you're asking me to create? These are all determining factors. So when you're having that conversation or that question about what oh how long is this going to take? um it's an estimate yeah but you know most designers know how long it takes us to do any one thing given a set of circumstances so either i have everything i need i can knock it out in, in a matter of hours a matter of days depending on what's going on right or if i know that i have to curate i'm just gonna drip 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 information i might have to send emails i have to follow up it could be a week it could be two weeks well that's that's time That's effort that's hours You know that's me having to use brain calories which brain calories to me equals dollars why because i've spent a lifetime doing what i'm doing and i'm really good at it and frankly you're coming to me because you see value in what i'm able to do for someone else and you want that same value for you Well, guess what you don't have a problem paying but you don't always know what you're going to pay because you don't always know how prepared or unprepared you are in a particular project as you initiate So be very mindful of what your estimated timeline is going to be or the answer to that question it's based on aspects of what is in that particular project again what do we have what do we don't have how long do you need it how long can we take you know what's pushing the 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 deadline you know those things are all factors so anyway don't want to belabor that too much more but i could go on and on there are so many different scenarios overall said my time doing this Uh, all over the world for that matter i could give you uh, umpteen examples and we'd be here for another three hours because it's that much information that happens and you'd be surprised so nonetheless um, i think it's important that you ensure when you're working or looking to work with a particular firm a designer or or an agency for that matter know who's working on your projects you know, know know what know what you're looking um, to do with them, if you're going to have direct access to them, uh, if you're going to have to go through a, media, um, uh, a mediator person or a liaison, a sales rep or something or some type of account manager, because the questions that you might want answers to, they may delay, be delayed based on the, the dynamics of your uh, service provider so again if you're working with a big agency there's going to be layers so you want to find out what's the surefire way to not only ask the question but get the feedback that you need and also what timeline it's going to be in so you know if it's an agency big agency You ask a question on Monday, you might get an answer by Monday afternoon. By Tuesday, you'll have a definitive answer. And then by that time, Wednesday, you might have the deliverable uh, or the the surefire thing that you're asking for. It just depends. Sometimes it's not that long, but sometimes it is because you're one of 50 clients, right? Compared to a more boutique agency where they're managing anywhere between five and maybe 20 clients. You know, compared to this freelancer or a solopreneur like myself who i'm the sole person doing all of the work that i'm doing I've, i'm managing a handful of clients at any one point in time and i don't want to handle anymore so i'm able to give my clients undivided attention i'm able to give my clients direct surefire answers to their questions you know it's, it's the difference between having a big class versus a little class you get more one-on-one attention and depending on what you value in your business or design engagement You'll make that decision as to what direction you want to go all of those options have risks all of those options have rewards you got to find out what the best one is for you so uh, the last question that i think i want to talk to you guys about is you know what what are you looking for when you're looking to hire a client and or excuse me not a client you're the client what are you looking for when you're looking to hire designers or a firm or a boutique agency um what are you looking for you know what, 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 what how are you going to determine that it's not just based on portfolio it shouldn't be you know the size of it what they've done type of clients that they've had the type of work that they showcase in their portfolio not the fact that they just have one you know you'll find out with a lot of freelance designers that they have um, sometimes they have very limited work and it's okay because a lot of it came from school, a lot of it came from, you know, just um, what what we call just development, self-development type projects where you just pick something, you design it for yourself to get the experience to showcase your work. And you may not have specific industry clients or specific type of industry worth of clients that that you would like to see in their portfolio. So you just want to have a conversation with that freelance artist and say, hey, I don't notice that these things are in your portfolio. I'm really looking for that. Is that something that you think you can help me with? And if you do believe that, ask the question of how how would you help me how would you go about it and just use these as qualifying questions what would you do what information would you need these are type of questions that can be asked of a freelance designer that you may be a little bit iffy with but you say hey i like their work i like kind of their aesthetic designing i like what i see but i'm just not quite sure yet if they're the one for me ask how questions ask what questions don't ask why questions because that's it's, it's kind of offensive, but asking what and asking how will get you very far, very quickly. And of course, time is money for everybody. No one has time to waste, so get on with it. And if you're looking for a, a, a slightly more experienced option, like again, a boutique agency or a small, small firm, or a relatively good sized firm, um, same questions apply. You're just gonna be able to see and qualify them probably a little bit quicker because they're gonna have a more variety of work in their portfolio.